All right, we're up to Daf Ayin Hayam and Aleph just to finish up this topic before we get to the Mishnah. Um, this is three, six lines into the page. because It was just the flow we had to continue into Ayin Hay. But just to... I sort of spoke this out yesterday a couple times, but Rav Eliezer kept on saying, and Rav Yeshua also, that a woman awaiting Yibam, the Yavam can nullify the, the things because they're... They're considered like a husband and wife in some regard. Again, Rav Yeshua said only when there's one Yavam, Rav Yeshua said when there's two Yavam, when there's Maimer, whatever it is. Rav Akiva kept on saying, they're not married. They're not married, they're not married. So the Gemara wants to know, in what capacity are they not married? So the Gemara says, This is what he meant to say, If a woman after Kedushin, right, that's when they begin the marriage process. If a woman after Kedushin lives with someone, what's the halacha? She gets a death penalty. If a woman awaiting Yibam, even after Maimer lives with someone, what's the halacha? It's a love. So they're not married. That was his point. His point was, that's how I could tell they're not married. It has nothing to do with anything else. It isn't with financial support. It has to do with what is the punishment if she if she lives with someone outside of this union. And the halacha is, it's not skila. So if it's not skila, they're not married. Okay. Um, Ravashi, Masisa Namideka, Ravashi says, I'll prove it to you from the Mishnah. His lotion of that Yavama is not Gemur Lisha, she's not completely bound to this man. That, that means he's talking about relations and the punishment therein. Okay, fine. Now, the Mishnah says like this. It's a short daf today. It's, it's, not, it's not very complicated. It's, very, it's like we had this recently where like the daf sounds like a hakira from Rav Chaim. It doesn't sound like a Gemara. It's kind of today's daf. No, not hard. It just doesn't sound like a Gemara. The Mishnah says like this. If a person says to his wife, He's going away for five months and he says, Listen, while I'm gone, every neda that you're going to make, it's officially confirmed. I'm confirming it now for the future. The halacha is... It doesn't work. You can't confirm a nether before it exists. The whole purpose of a confirmation is you're confirming it before, you, when, when it's, you're making it real once, before it exists. You can't, you can't make a tenai that it'll be confirmed before it exists. It doesn't work. But, what if a person says that all the nedarm you're going to make are officially null and void? So that, Rav says that you can nullify. Meaning, you're able to nullify something. What you're able to do is stipulate for the next five months, it's like putting salt out on the street. You're preventing it from happening. It's easy to prevent something from happening, huh? Well, it depends on how much. But the point is, you're able to say for the next five months, Rav Eliezer holds, you could say over the next five months that any nether that you make is officially null now, and it's nullified. But Chum disagree. The Chum say no. Why? So what's the reason for the Chum? I understand what Rebbe is saying. Listen, I understand why you can't stipulate that it should be confirmed because it doesn't exist yet. You can't confirm that it doesn't exist. But you could sort of lay out there for the next five months that like the Nadarim, like not Chal, not Chal, not Chal. I, I understand that. The Chum disagree. They say no, no, there's no such thing. You can't stipulate that over the next five months all Nadarim are officially null and void before they exist. So the Gemara says, Amru they, uh, they said to him, I'm sorry, I skipped a line. Um, Rav Lezer, Rav Lezer said, Im nedarm if nedarm Rav Lezer says, if you're able to remove a nether that exists, it's always easier to prevent something from happening than to remove something from happening. Like they always, they always describe it like in Kedushan, it's true, even true in real life. It's, it's, it's easier to prevent an engagement than to, than to get divorced. It's more complicated. So halachically also, it's easier to prevent something from happening than, than, than to, to uproot something. So if I'm able to uproot another, I could definitely prevent another from taking place. That's my power. That's Rav Eliezer's argument. So why do the Chum disagree? Okay, it's just a rational svara. The Chum say no, it's a Pasuk. Amr, uh, 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 Were there, there 
upset that no, it's not upset. say the positive side. What, what do you mean? The first part is that if you say that anything Well, that's their response. They didn't. I didn't say the response yet, but that's their response. It's going to be. So Amrulai, they said, The Pasuk compares nullifying vows from confirmation. You could only nullify a vow that you could confirm. If you can't confirm it, you can't nullify it. They feel that the halachas are sort of like a heckish between the two. And therefore, if you can't make a tanai that all nadarim are going to be confirmed, then you cannot make a tanai that all nadarim are going to be nullified. Okay. Did we come out umaskara that the Baal doesn't have to hear the Dharma already made for them? It wasn't answered. It wasn't answered. It was answered. There's also yeah. on that So we said that yesterday. We said that in the Gemara. The Gemara answers what he means is that when he hears it, then it's null. When he comes back. Well, no, when, if he, he hears, hears about it from there. That was the Gemara's Raya. The Gemara's Raya was that you see from this mission, you don't have to hear. And the Gemara says, no, he means when I hear it. And he's only saying this now because he's afraid that he'll get, uh, he'll get busy, whatever it is. Okay, so here's where, here's where the Gemara um, doesn't sound like a Gemara. It's a Gemara that makes a Chakir. We're saying right now that you can make a, a Tanai, a Neder, you can make a Tanai that over the next five months, all Nedarim the wife makes a Quintra Vliezer, null and void, and they're null and void. Here's the Shaila. Yiboyluhu. Is it that the nether never takes hold, or it takes hold and then is instantly removed? That's the chakir. Huh? Yeah, I mean, does it exist for a moment and then it's removed, or it doesn't exist at all? Oh, so by the way, so I tell you, this mamash doesn't sound like a gemara. It sounds like a chakir in the rishonim. So my nafkemina, what's the nafkemina? Go to the next page. Going to itvis achrina bahadein nedara. The case is where a woman, he makes this, this stipulation, over the next five months, all nedarim that you make are null and void. Two months later, a woman makes a nether. She says, I'm a nazira. And then someone else says, I, and I, meaning I'm, I'm, whatever you are, I am. If the nether is not chal at all, there was never a nether, then no one, you can't jump on something that doesn't exist. If the nether chals for a second, so during that second, it was a real nether, so it worked. That's, that's the nafkimina. Itvis achrina bahadein nedar. Someone else is matvis nether, meaning that they make a nether and the person says, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. They didn't say the nether, but they said, whatever happens to you, I'm in. So, id amrit cholin, if the nether is chal for a moment, have a tifisusa, then it was a good nether for a moment, so then the other person's tifisa works. Yamrit loy cholin, loy kimishasha. But if the, other per, if the nether was never chal for a second, then, then there was nothing to hold on to. So that's the shayla, my. So I can just spoil. We're not going to get to an answer. Every lotion is is uh, we're going to work our way out. So Tashima, shouldn't have done it. Tashima, Amar Rav Eliezer. Eliezer says, "Im hefer nedarim shabo lechal iser, leyefer nedarim shaloi ba lechal iser." What did Rav Eliezer say? If I could remove a, a, a nedar that doesn't exist, that already exists, I could definitely remove nedarim shaloi ba that that will never exist. So that kind of sounds like it never exists at all. His whole point is that it's preventing it from existing. So the Gemara says, no, 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 he never said that it's never going to exist. He's just saying it doesn't exist yet. Meaning, his point is that if I could remove something that's here right now, I definitely could prevent something from taking effect. It, he's never indicating that when it 
that when it happens, it won't take effect. Maybe it'll take effect for a second. But his point is very simple. It's easier to prevent something than to remove something. If I could remove, then I could definitely prevent. He's not indicating that the nether is not chal at all. Maybe it's chal for a second. He's just saying it doesn't exist right now. Right now it doesn't exist. So it's easier to deal with something that doesn't exist than to deal with something that exists. It's hard to understand that far because if it's really coming for a second, then the mice you're being made for something that already exists. But well, but he's like, starting the process before it exists. You're right. It's a, it's a little bit easier. I'll be honest with you. Th- this is basically the whole flow of the Gemara. That, that, that it sounds like from Rav Eliezer, his whole point is that it's easier to prevent than to uproot. And prevention implies that it right. never takes hold. Right. Yeah. The Gemara is saying, no, I- I- even, if it, uh, even if it takes hold for a second, he is uprooting. But at least he's beginning the process before it exists. Which is still easier, so but you're right. The the simple explanation is that it's easier to prevent than than, than to uproot, huh? And the same, the same as the Even if it holds for a second, there's uprooting. There's uprooting and uprooting. Correct, but at least you're beginning the you're preemptively uprooting as opposed to uprooting something that exists right now. You're right. I, I, there's no nafkamina between the two. What do you mean? Well, the nafkamina would be if someone is matzvus nether. No, because he's saying it has to take hold for a second and they're brooding, but he started the process beforehand. True. So then if he's take hold even for a second and they're brooding, that's what the Chachamim are saying. No, the Chachamim, the Chachamim are saying that, that the nullification is not good and therefore it, it, it's, but it takes you'd hold. have to... But then it takes hold. They both hold it. I mean, according to one possibility, they both hold to take hold. The only difference yeah. is according to the Chachamim, it takes hold and it continues until you officially say again. Yeah. According and to Rav Eliezer, it takes hold and goes away. According to that opinion, it's like a bug zapper as opposed to... Opinion, there's no Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So they're saying the same, like, well, no, the nafkamina is, the is whether it continues. But, it works, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying the nafkamina is whether it continues. But yeah, that, that's, you're right. The, 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 the posher way of reading Rav Eliezer, of every argument, and that's why every single raya, it kind of sounds like Rav Eliezer saying it's preventative as opposed to uprooting. And the Gemara always gets out of it saying, no, maybe Rav Eliezer means. Is only what? According to one possibility of the right. other, yeah. Right. So then you miss it. What do you mean? In other words, it's your only chal. Well, it would have to be that the person would say it at the moment. Yeah, it's a good point. Also, you'd have to. Yeah, you can't say it like ten minutes later. You'd also have to. You'd have to. But because it doesn't say that anymore. But I think it's you'd have to say. Yeah. What if he says it first? Oh, I'm yeah, that would probably also I'm work. Doing whatever Shimmy does, and he says it. And yeah, that would probably also work. Meaning, if he preempts the person, he says whatever another he's about to say because I know the future. I'm in. Yeah. Okay, that would also probably work. You're right. You can get it before. So that okay. So the Gemara gets out of it. Let's go uh, attempt number two. Tashima, Amelin Revelazar. Revelazar made the following argument again to make it that you could preemptively be made for the nedarim. He says, "Zubam b'akum she'ain made for nidre atzmai." Could you be made for your own nadarim? No. If you made a nether, you can't uproot it. But, So the halach is like this. When it comes to yourself, you can't uproot something that already exists. But you could stipulate over the next year, we say it every Rosh Hashanah, right? All the nadarim I make this coming year are null and void. So you're able to prevent your own nadarim from taking effect but you can't uproot. So you see, it's easier to prevent than to uproot. So this is Rav Lazar's argument. Mm-hmm. So basically, if I'm able to prevent my own nadar, but I can't uproot, so if I can uproot my wife's, I definitely can prevent my wife's. That's Rav Lazar's argument. Right? That again, if, if within yourself, 
I can't uproot my nadarim, but I can prevent my nadarim. So if I can uproot my wife's nadarim, I definitely can prevent. That, that's his argument. Now, okay, what's the point? When it comes, he's equating the wife's nadarim to his own nadarim. Now, when it comes to his own nadarim, if you stipulate at the beginning of the year, Rosh Hashanah, all the nadarim this year are not chal, they're definitely not chal. They're not, it's not that they're chal for a second and uprooted. That definitely the Gemara's assumption is that when it comes to your own nadarim, you're stipulating they should not be chal. So the Gemara is saying, if he's equating his own nadarim to his wife's, just like by his own nadarim, they're not chal even for a second, the stomach his wife also, it's not chal even for a second. That's the Gemara's uh, proof. The Gemara says, Rav Eliezer is comparing his own nadarim to his wife. My love, the ishta dumi delay, he's comparing the wife's to his nadarim. Mahu deloy chaylin, just like by a person when you make a stipulation that your nadarim are not going to be chal over the next month, they're not chal even for a second. That's the whole point. It's not that they're chal and mefar. You can't. It doesn't work. Why isn't there a similar shaila by your own nadarim? Because you can't be mefar your own nadarim. So there would be no possibility that it's chal for a second than mefar. You don't have the ability to mefar your own nadarim. The only thing you have the ability to do is prevent. So he says, "Af nami So if you, so basically comparing your nadarim to your wife. If your nadarim are not chal, some your wife's nadarim also not chal. And the gemara says, "No, hakadisa, hakadisa, no." Your wife's nadarim are chal for a second, yours are not. Who says that they're... All he's doing is he's he's using his nadarim, comparing it to his wife, showing that it's easier to prevent than to uproot. He's not... It doesn't mean that they're identical in every form in the mechanism. Maybe by your wife they're chal for a second than uprooted, by yours they're not chal at all. All he's showing is that it's easier to prevent than to uproot. That, that's all he's showing. Okay, last attempt. Now... Let me just say outside what the Gemara is going to do. Uh, we're not going to we're not going to finish it because it continues. It's basically tomorrow's Amid is the second half of the proof, but we'll we'll do the first half. Rav Liezer's whole argument again. Rav Liezer holds that if I make a stipulation over the next five months that nothing's chal, it's not chal. Again, is it not chal? It's chal for a second. Whatever it is, the the nedarim are dissolved. Whether they don't chal or they're chal for a second, put that aside. Um, the Chum disagree. Now, why? What's Rav Liezer's argument? Rav Liezer's argument is. If I could uproot another, it's definitely easier to prevent. Prevention is always easier than uprooting. So if I could uproot, I definitely could prevent. What's the Rabbanon's response to that? So this Brisa has one of the Rabbanon's responses that your assumption that prevention is easier than uprooting is not so simple. Because we find in areas of halacha <laughs> where uprooting is easier. Um, actually, I'll, I'll prove it to you. A mikvah. Right? A mikvah uproots tumah. But there's no such thing if I go to the mikvah, I'm tahar for the next day. Mikvahs don't prevent, but they uproot. So, we're up, so in, in this thing, the Rabbanon's argument to Rabbi Yezer is, is that you, you see that, but we also have cases where prevention is easier than uprooting. And I'll tell you outside, the case is if you have a tummy ring, if it's tummy and you swallow it and then spit it out, even though it was in your body, it's not tahar. Your body can't remove tumma, but... But your body could prevent tumma if you take a tahar ring, swallow it, go into a tummy building, then come out and vomit it out. The ring is tahar. Your body has the ability to prevent, but not uproot. So a mikvah has the ability to uproot and not prevent. Your body has the ability to prevent and not uproot. What's, what does that show you? It shows you. I don't know what's easier than that. It's not really preventing. It's not really well, it is because because you're going into it. Okay, well, yeah, well, no, but it's preventing the tumma from entering that ring. But if the ring was already tummy, it can't uproot it. The, the, the point is, the Rabbanon's just point from this is to show you, I don't know what's easier. You're assuming prevention is easier than uprooting. Well, not by a mikvah. Yeah, by a ring. And their, their point is basically to show, like, your assumption is not necessarily found because it depends on the circumstance. 
So back maybe by Nadarim, it's easier to uproot than to than to prevent. Maybe it's like a mikvah. Maybe. So the, the, that's the that's their argument. The point of the proof is that you see they're constantly saying the word prevention. They're constantly saying the word prevention, which implies by like by the ring, the body, let's go with the lotion, it prevents. So I have a taha ring, I swallow it, it's in my stomach, I go to a, a tummy building, then come out and I vomit, the ring is still tar because the body prevented the tumah from going. The tumah wasn't chal for a second, then removed. It wasn't chal. Prevention means not chal. So you see from that argument that prevention means not chal. That, that, that would be the potential proof. The reason why I don't know where it goes is because tomorrow's daf, it goes with the seifa uh, of that brysa to reject it, which we'll get to tomorrow. But the po- that's their argument, is that you, you see from, this, from these halachas that prevention is not always easier than, than uprooting, because it's, by the mikveh it's not. Well, maybe that's the Gemara's response. I, I don't know, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe that's like the Rishonim's answer, but I'm not sure. So let's see it inside. The Gemara says, Tashima, I'll bring you a proof. The Rabbanon said to Rav you're saying that prevention is easier than uprooting, and therefore if you could uproot a nether, you could definitely prevent a nether. He says, You have a mikvah that's able to remove tumah, but it can't prevent tumah. Then Adam, by a person, a person can't remove tumah. If a person takes a tummy ring and swallows it and spits it out, that doesn't do anything. A person can't remove. According to you, then it definitely should not prevent. But what's the halacha? It does prevent. What does that show you? Mikvah uproots and doesn't prevent, and a person prevents it, doesn't uproot. It shows you that uh, it's chaos, whatever. Each case is different. So I don't, I don't know what Nadarim is. So the Gemara says, Shema mino the fact that they're equating Nidarim to this Tumah, now when it comes to Tumah, when it says prevention, it doesn't, it's not Chal even for a second. So you see that prevention means not Chal at all. So too by, it must be by Nidarim, whenever Leezer says prevention, he means it's not Chal even for a second. That's the attempted proof, and tomorrow we'll see uh, where it goes.